You're listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. This is a podcast that guides you as a new or inspiring independent interior designer navigating your entrepreneurial path. Here with my over 20 years experience, I will share my holistic approach to design with intention and ancient practices, including feng shui, all incorporating mind, body, and spirit into my design projects. You will also learn from seasoned interior designers as they give strategies and insight of how they built their businesses and continue to work in the field. Together, we will discover supportive trade partners, new ideas, creatives, and inspiring artists from around the world. I am your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. Hello, and welcome back to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. I have my friend Jessica Phelps on with us today, who is the founder of Trade. Welcome, Jessica. I'm super excited to have you. Thank you, Rachel. I'm excited. Of course. This is going to be so rad. Um, so before we start, I'm going to set our space here. I'm actually sitting outside um, the L.A. Um, train station under a tree. And so I'm just going to kind of hold our space by lighting a candle and I'll pull us a card. So connecting us with that beautiful element of fire, the element of connection, creativity, transformation, um, all those beautiful things here. So I've got a little mini candle that I brought with me today. Um, so I'll have that going. And then I brought my tarot deck. So we're going to pull a card. See what we've got here. Um, have you done much with tarot or had any cards pulled for you in the past? One time years ago, probably 25 years ago. So this is fun too. Oh, cool. <laughs> I like, so we got fire. We got fire going on here. Connecting up with that. I'm under a tree. We've got earth here. The only thing I'm missing probably is some water. We've got air, of course. Um, so yeah, let's see what we've got uh, in the cards for today. Well, we got the Ten of Cups. There's our water. Uh, Ten of Cups, that's the card of happiness. It's the card of joy. It's the card of connectivity, um, family. Um, so what's, what's home for you? Well, my home currently is myself and I have a 14 year old son. So it's very exciting around here. <laughs> he just started high school. So, but he is, it's fun. It's a, so right now my home is exciting. Um, it's a balance of being a mom that's interested and part of his life, but also give him the space to grow because these are very special times. And I, and it's also being surrounded by memories and things that I love. And, you know, as I look around, um, just even in my backdrop, as I can see myself and, you know, I have this really lovely crane mobile that um, I came about on a trip that's Ona and it's just special and it has a story and, the artwork, I don't know if you can see the artwork, but it has a story. So yeah, being in my home, I love being surrounded by things that mean something to me. I mean, I think we all do, right? Yeah. And every, you know, most things have a memory or a story. I love things in my home that have a story. And, you know, I love selling a piece 
to a client that has a story, you know, um, an antique piece that I found at a consignment shop or, you know, if there's a story behind it, I think it makes it more special. So hopefully, you know, I, I like to do that for my clients too, if I can, or I love hearing their stories about their pieces. You know, tell me about that. And then if it's important, I want to focus on it and let's put this in a, an important spot. You know, I mean, my crane mobile is hanging right here, front and center. So people come in and they're like, oh, where did you get that? And so I love having a story with pieces. Um, so Jessica, I, you're a designer, which is so fantastic um, because you get like the struggles that all other designers are in, especially when it comes yes. to like having all this extra, um, you know, material, tile, wallpaper. Um, and then also, you know, when we get stuck with fixtures and furniture, or if the client has pieces that are perfectly good um, that we want to bring into a new life. Um, before we dive into like what trade is, can you mm -hmm. share how you got into the design industry in the first place and, and how that journey has been for you? So all the way back when I was growing up, my grandmother owned a bridal shop and I was always around fabrics and, you know, then it was satin and tulle, but I loved it. I, I loved textiles. And then when I was in high school, I even ventured into, I took AutoCAD thinking, maybe I'll be an architect. I, I just, it's something about it appealed to me and I loved designing even back then. But then as I went to college, I actually went for fashion merchandising and I have a degree in fashion merchandising. I moved to San Diego and I thought, you know, I want to be an interior designer. I thought I, I, I envisioned architects sitting at their desk all day, every day. And I thought, I don't want that. And I wanted something creative. So I, I guess I just kind of molded all of those, that love for textiles and the love for designing. And I became a designer and yes, that was a long time ago. I've been a designer 22 years and I love it. I love that it's exciting and I love that every day is different. Yep. And the best part is, is I still really do get to kind of be an architect when I'm designing cabinetry and, you know, it's technical and it's on the computer and it's numbers and math and, but I get to design things as well, pillows. And so it's kind of the best of both worlds, I feel. So I, I feel like I hit the target for myself. <laughs> pretty, I mean, like pretty dead on and started so long ago. What did, when you first got out on your own, how did you enter the design world? Were you working for a, a firm or were you like doing showroom sales? Like how did that entrance happen for you? Well, I, so I was working at Nordstrom in customer service all those years ago when I was in design school. And I remember my second year of design school thinking everybody was getting a job. And I was like, well, I have to get a job in design. I have to do it. So I went to school at DI and I went to the employment placement office and I said, okay, you know, who's hiring? And 
Rachel, at the time, I would have taken anything. I, whatever it was, I would have taken it. And she said, oh, she said, Ross Thielen's son is hiring. Do you know who they are? And I was like, nope, I have no idea, you know? And, and she asked me, she said, do you want to be commercial, residential? And I said, I have no idea. I just wanted to get in. And so she mentioned Ross Thielen's son. I went, I interviewed and I had no idea. They're probably the oldest design firm in San Diego. I had no idea the legacy of that firm. They're in their like 92nd year of design. No way. Four four generations. I mean, it's a phenomenal place to work. And I, I interviewed and the next day she called me and she said, okay, I'd love for you to work for me. I was just a, an assistant to her at the time. And yes, it's, that's how I landed and I stayed there and I, I love it. She's been nothing but amazing to me and I've learned so much. I, I got really, really lucky. Oh my God. And you know what? Um, and, and the times have changed definitely now, yes. um, you know, 20 something years ago, because that's kind of like, you know, the same thing here. It's like I, I did one interview with one firm, one company and, and got the assistant position. But now the landscape of getting a job in the design world is so different and so competitive. And um, so, yeah, so I just really feel for like all the designers that are out there that are trying to, to get in. Um, but I love that you first went in for fashion merchandising. We have a lot of designers that cut, totally come from the fashion world. Oh, really? The design world. I think that's one of those paths that, you know, it's it's very common. Um, so I think with like my past partner, he was in fashion merchandising, like, um, and then he decided to go into design. So I think that, you know, they're so closely related. And same thing with me, like I really wanted to be a costume designer, a set designer for theater, but didn't want to leave San Diego, so. Yeah, I mean, all those little things and the aspects of a job really mold who we are. Um, I remember, you know, with fashion merchandising, for so many years I worked retail and it was weekends and holidays. And when I started at a design firm and the first Christmas came around, it was like, yeah, I mean, you can just take the week off. And I'm like, what? I mean, it was, I know it was so amazing, but. That's really interesting, but I get, I get, you know, there it's, it's creative. Yeah. It's creativity. And then it's like, well, how do you want to use that creativity? Yeah. And let's face it. We still get to go shopping and dress yeah. ourselves. So. <laughs> exactly. It's all, it's all related. Of course. That's right. Um, can you share like how this idea of trade came to be and, um, the passion behind it, the, the idea, and then also like. Well, I have many more questions, so we'll start there. <laughs> Ask away. That's because I have a lot. <laughs> yes. So it was very natural. So um, I've working at Ross Thielen some, there's a loft. They have a loft in their office. And they're fortunate enough to even have an office. Most designers do not. They work from right. home. And you know, I'd climb up in that off or then that loft once in a while. And there's all this stuff in boxes, you know, brand new light fixtures that a client didn't want or, you know, uh, all kinds of things, cushions that didn't work or extra fabric, you know, that a client thought that they wanted 
or even simply it was the wrong color. You know, we thought we ordered something a certain colorway and then it was, you know, the wrong colorway. And then you're stuck with 12 yards of fabric, perfectly good fabric. And, you know, and I think all of us go through that and we think, I think it's natural to think, well, maybe I can use that for the next client. And it just years, five years would go by and still this perfectly great product was still sitting in a box. And I'm thinking, what a shame. And so about 10 years ago, believe it or not, I thought, you know, wouldn't it be great to have an, a resource where all designers can just pile their stuff up and say, oh, I could use that or I don't need this. And then another designer comes along, I could use that. So that's where it stemmed from. It was having this perfectly great product just sitting around, kind of wasting away, taking up space. And certainly there are options to restock, but that takes kind of time and energy. And I don't know, I just, going back to working at Nordstrom, I was all about customer service. And I thought, you know, let's share, let's help each other out. And so originally I thought about it and you know, I talked to a couple of people about it and they were like, you know, it's expensive to start a website, um, you know, and then all these kind of questions came at, at me and well, how are you going to prevent this and how are you going to do that? And so then COVID came around. How many things happened after COVID? We have to make something good of it, right? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I don't I just thought, you know what, I'm going to do this. And I thought, you know, even if it fails, it doesn't matter. I'm passionate about this. I want it to happen. I want to try it and let's see where it goes. I think if I would have lived my whole life and not tried to do this, I would have been sad about that. So, you know, so then it happened and I made the phone call and then there was a meeting and then there was brainstorming and voila here we are and now i have this website and i have product and now i'm just wanting designers to hear about it because i think it's a great resource and we have to you know share and help each other out absolutely so when did it it launch earlier this year or last it year it did it was it was a long track <laughs> yeah it took about two years for the website to finally get up and running. I think, I don't know. I wonder if the website designer was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> what does this girl want? But, you know, I needed it to run smoothly and it did launch. Um, I would say, I think in June was really finally when it truly launched. And yeah, so, so far so good. It's, you know, it's beautiful and it's just getting the word out now. Yeah. And are you still doing interior? You're still active interior and doing interior design as well as, as running this business. Very much so. I mean, yeah. that's the beauty of it is I feel like, you know, I can, I can do it all at this time. Yeah. I absolutely love that. And, um, when were you still work, when you left, um, the firm, are you completely on your own? Like you're an independent interior designer, your own firm as well? Uh, no, I'm still at Ross Thielen Sun. Oh, you are? This whole I am. Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, and uh, certainly I wanted her blessing because 
this is where it all started, you know? So there are, there are some great products on there that are from Ross Thiel and Son. And so, yeah. So, I mean, I think it's a win-win. It's, I can help her. I can, I still, you know, give my job a hundred percent and, you know, just on the grind, but I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about both of them. Des design, I love working for Elizabeth and I'm also very passionate about trade. That's incredible. I, I didn't realize that for some reason I thought you were like on your own, but I absolutely love that you have stayed with this yes. company for so long. That's incredible. It's um, been a long time, 22 years. I, this is the only firm I've ever worked at. Wow. Yes. So rad. And you're able yeah. to take what they have and transform it. So can you, can you talk a bit about the idea of it and what, what is this website and what, what does it have to offer and how can designers benefit from it? Yes. So, um, certainly all, so you do have to obviously sign up. So I think the important things about trade are there it's for local designers. So we're only talking San Diego and we'll talk about the future in a little bit, but it's local designers. That way it's easy um, to post your item. And then I want to be, a, I want to be, because of my background with customer service and my grandparents owning a business, um, I want to, I wanted to have kind of a, a local and personal feel. So I will come pick up the item from designer A that posts wow. it and I will deliver it to designer B. And there are many reasons why I want to do that. One is it, it's quality control, right? So I can make sure that when a designer posts an item to sell, um, you know, that it is you know, in working condition. And then that way the designer that's purchasing it knows. Um, and I just want a face to it. I, I want people to feel comfortable and and know that, you know, it's it's not this big, huge corporation. It's just low on me, you know, doing this because it just, it's a sense of community. It's a sense of designers helping other designers. And I want that feel. So yeah, so just one designer A, is going to, you know, post an item and then hopefully another designer will come on, scroll through and say, oh my gosh, I need that. That would be perfect. And then they purchase it. And then I set up the pickup and the delivery and then it can be at your door within a week. That's amazing. Depending on my schedule. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but within that. a week, yes. Thanks. I want to expedite the delivery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then is this only available to interior designers to purchase or can the public purchase as well? It's only available to interior designers. So when you go to tradefurnishings.com, there is a little bit of a process to sign up. I need the seller's permit. Um, I need the California um, resale certificate. And, but, and that's a little laborious, I understand, but I want it to be only for designers. Amazing. Yeah, I want to protect it. And that's kind of where the name came from too, is it's kind of to the trade, for the trade. So yeah. Amazing. 
Um, and then do people upload the photos and all the items directly onto the website? And then do they have to house it or can you warehouse um, products or do you offer that service? I do. Um, there are two ways to post. So yes, if you have a small item and it's in a box and it's not really bothering you, you can post it. And then once it sells, I will let you know and then I'll come pick it up from you. Um, and then the other option is called trade concierge. So let's say you have a large sofa that you don't want to be hanging around your office anymore or your home or your garage, wherever you're storing it. I will come pick it up. I will store it for you. And then with Trade Concierge, I'll, I'll also, um, I'll post it on uh, social media and I'll try to do a little bit of legwork for you to sell it. Um, it is commission based. So if you're posting something on your own, it's 20% commission to trade. And then if it's Trade Concierge, it's a little bit more at 40% the first six months. Um, and then, but you know, I'm storing it for you and taking care of it. And I wanted to be competitive with one restocking because we most restocking fees are 25%. So I thought, you know, 20% just to make it easy for everybody and um, just to get this product to move. Perfect. Yeah. And then they pay once the product sells or they, or you, you get back paid. Yes. Cut, and then you send out the payment. Exactly. Cool. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we are going to have like a full on um, product training with you within the design coven to check out the website, get really familiar with it, um, understand how to upload a photo or upload a product, sell, yes. get connected. Um, so that this is just one really cool resource, especially for those of us that um, need something in a pinch. Um, sometimes we've got these. Yes deadlines and so it's kind of like okay let's see what Jessica has like ready to go yeah. uh, which is really amazing and it's still designer um, and then also again you know the sustainability factor of having extra um, I know yes. that I'm always ordering extra tile just because we have to yes, um, yes. or wallpaper or whatever it is and knowing that um, you know this is going to go to a second home um, and still be brand new and, and everything else, which is really, really amazing. Do you also take furniture, um, previously owned furniture from like designers that are working with clients that might have antiques or something that they've purchased in the past and they don't want to put into this project or is it strictly just new kind of leftover materials? Uh, that's a really good question. So I thought about that long and hard and I thought, you know, I've heard so many stories um, one example was a designer had a client that had old brown Jordan furniture and she was getting new furniture in and she's like, what do I do with all of this furniture? And, you know, that was the perfect example of, you know, okay, it's, it might be old, but it's good. And us designers, we have our resources, right? And so I feel like you know, there might be a designer out there that's like, hey, I'll take it, I'll have it refinished, I'll have, you know, new cushions put on it. And so I did create a special section for exactly that. Yes, antique pieces. Um, you know, again, it's just, it's moving this product 
And again, working at Ross Thiel and Son, we have an antique showroom with the yeah. most beautiful, oh yes, the most beautiful European antiques. And a lot of designers, you know, don't wander in, they don't know it's there. And they're great pieces that could work for someone. So yes, absolutely. I have a spot on my website for those pieces that maybe are not, they're not new, they're not in perfect condition, yeah. but they're definitely usable. Absolutely. Um, and since you are in person and in San Diego, is is it a possibility for a designer to actually go to your warehouse and see the products? Or <laughs> maybe I'm opening up a can of worms, but... No, you're not. I mean, that is my hope and dreams is I would love to even have a small storefront, of course, on Marina Boulevard. So it's nice and convenient for all of us, right? And that way designers can walk in and, and see you know, because there's nothing better. We're all visual people. There's nothing better than seeing it and touching it and feeling it, looking at the scale and say, oh, this is perfect. This is what I want. So, yes, I'm hoping that as time goes by, trade will grow. I would love to have a storefront. Um, and yes, I mean, maybe even um, we'll see where my storage ends up being. I'm not opposed to designers coming to a storage. I mean, even if it's I'm, you know, I'm in the process of just keeping my eyes open uh, to see where I can store these pieces. Um, and I'm not opposed to it. If it's an industrial area, come on over, you know, we'll check it out. And I would love that to happen. I want, you know, again, it's all about customer yeah. service. I'm, I'm here to help. So cool. I could just see like how this can really blow up and, and be really amazing and cool. Um, you know, as a physical resource for designers. Can you share a little bit of maybe a success story of like connecting a designer with another designer and, and product and that kind of thing, just to kind of hear about a real life situation? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, well, I haven't connected these tables yet, but these are kind of my favorite story. So I did order the most beautiful Bunny Williams. They're called Gentleman gentlemen in tables um they are i believe they're mahogany i have walnut on my brain but i think they're mahogany they're gorgeous i ordered them for a client and the scale is too big it was it was totally my mistake i thought they would work and they were too tall and the client wasn't happy i adore the client and i was like you know you want to make your clients happy sure. and I was like, you know, especially when you feel like, you know, you, you know, you made the mistake and I took them back and they have not sold yet. So I guess I don't have that That's story right. for you where I connected <laughs> yet, but maybe after this podcast, people will go on the website and see they're so beautiful and I want them to go to a great home. So they're just kind of sitting and hanging out right now. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so I'm totally going to check them out and see what's going yes, on. Yes, please. All, all of the designers will check them out on Thursday if it hasn't already sold, um, which is so fantastic. How, do you have anything coming up that um, you're excited to share about with, within this business or the other business? Anything that you want to kind of share with everybody? Well, so the future of trade, like we just talked about, I'd love to have a storefront. And I would also love if it can spread to other cities eventually. 
you know, that's kind of the hopes and dreams that then, you know, maybe Los Angeles is next or, you know, I have designer friends in Washington or um, Virginia, you know, I mean, just kind of start it and see how it grows. I would, I would love that. So that's kind of my biggest hopes and dreams. I mean, it is just launching, so it's going to take time, but I'm patient and I'm excited about it. And, you know, I want to get the word out to people about this resource that I hope they enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. So when you do get your shop, we definitely need to do a Design Coven field trip and come check it out because that would be just amazing to go in and mingle and, and check everything out. So I'm super excited about that. Um, how can people find you? How can we follow you? Even if you're not in the Design Coven, you're more than welcome to jump on if you're in San Diego, connect with Jessica and um, I, I mean, I imagine if somebody's like in LA or Palm Springs or something, and if they happen to be in San Diego, could they connect with you to pick something up first? Absolutely, absolutely. I think, you know, I, I made it San Diego specific again, because I want that, uh, a very, very intimate feel about my business. And so I can only deliver and be productive so close to home, right? I can't be delivering things to Los Angeles. But by all means, if you're in town and you have a client here and you need product, I mean, this is the perfect thing, right? I mean, we all, all of us designers sometimes are at a job and it's, you know, clients want things now sometimes. <laughs> so again, it's just a great resource to hop online, check it out. And yes, all designers are welcome, certainly. I just can't drive something to you in uh, another state at the moment. <laughs> We have to take baby steps here. Yes. No, I, I think what you're doing is absolutely fantastic. I love that you're taking it slow so that you're not growing too fast yes. where you kind of pop and and then, you know, it disappears like so many other businesses. Um, but I do want to put that out there that if somebody is close to San Diego or they come out here on a trip or they're going to be out here anyway to definitely yes. use you as a resource because um, that could just be one of those tricks that you have up your sleeve that, you know, that no one else has access to. So, you know, just kind of thinking outside the box in that in that realm for designers for sure. Yes, the easiest access is tradefurnishings.com. And I'm also on Instagram, Trade Furnishings. Uh, so yeah, you can check it out. You can message me, you can contact me through the website and I am happy to help and see what we have for anybody. There's some fun stuff on there. There's a beautiful sh roll of Schumacher fabric. I mean, you know, yeah. yes. I mean, it, there's there's some really great product on there. So light fixtures, of course. I don't know why light fixtures is such a common. Always that. I don't know. Fine. Like, at least, especially in California, if you have plugged it in or installed it in any way, you can't return it back to the, um, the manufacturer. Yes. Maybe that's part of it. Um, but yeah, I feel like light fixtures. I have a Mui light fixture in my attic right now. It's gorgeous, but it's like, I don't have anywhere to put it. So I'll have to tell you the story about this. So we ordered these beautiful Mui light fixtures that have like these little paddles. They're LEDs and it almost um, looks like a dandelion or like, it's very delicate. So we had two of them over a dining table and it was in between these 
doors that open all the way on each side. So they totally accordion and it's the water that's on the west side. So when you have both those windows open or doors, because it's an entire wall, the wind comes through. And with that wind, it oh. those little petals were like, oh, oh. they just like spun. <laughs> So there are these wow. spinning light fixtures and we're like, oh my God. So we had to take those back or as a yeah. uh, designer, take them back. We couldn't return them. Sure. Something that was on a fixed rod that wouldn't sway or swing when, you know, that wind. Yeah. So just another example of, you know, and they're so gorgeous. They just don't go with my house. They, you know, so I'm just like, oh man. Mm -hmm. Um, yes, and wouldn't you love another designer just to scroll and be like, I need that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want that now that you're describing it. They're so amazing. And then, you know, the lead time of like ordering a new one was so long and they were coming from the Netherlands and it was like, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. See, I love that. That inspires me so much. Yeah, it's just so funny. Like, you just don't know. I mean, we, we try our hardest and our best to like make yeah. sure like that don't happen but who would have thought that there's going to be wind coming through i mean now that i think about it i'm like of course like that makes sense yes <laughs> i know isn't it funny too you know during every day we're constantly thinking about the what ifs and to make sure that everything goes together smoothly but something can always be missed so it happens it's life so i guess i'm making lemonade out of lemons with this <laughs> Yes, and saving the environment at the same time because other time, a lot of times people just sort of toss the stuff and I'm like, oh, like, you know, we gotta. Well, not only that, but the time and the energy of, you know, boxing something up and taking it to the store and then that big truck delivering it back. And, you know, so absolutely, there's definitely an environmental aspect of it. For sure. Um, and my last question is, are you doing anything to keep yourself grounded, centered? You've got so many things going on. I'm just curious if you've got a, a practice that you do. Oh, that's a really, really great question. So I'm always, always working on myself. I'm always, I'm a pretty calm and easygoing person, but I still get frustrated sometimes. And, you know, and I, you know, I don't have much time on my own because I do have a freshman in high school um, which thank goodness he's amazing and great. Um, so I think first of all, sunshine always for me, it's, it's being in nature, just like you are right now. Um, and it's a little quiet time by myself and it's working out. I think all of those things I try to, you know, I always have nice full days. Uh, very busy, but I try to, I try to center myself that way and exercise and a little bit of alone time. <laughs> yeah, alone time if is, I can. <laughs> so it's special. important. Yes, definitely. But you know, I I don't mind the grind either. I I like the hustle, but you definitely have to balance it. Yeah, and I'm sure you're discovering that with these two businesses that you're. <laughs> Yes. involved in which I think is so amazing and it's always yes I'm a I'm a list person so I have lots of lists <laughs> amazing I love it uh, well Jessica thank you so much for connecting with me I can't wait till we actually get to dive into yes. the program with the designers I think they're going to be super excited to have another 
resource um, that's so incredibly special and personal. And um, we get to support you as a designer. You're supporting us as designers. Yes. It's really about that community that you're building. And I think that, you know, we're so lucky to be able to be in the same space and be able to do that. So thank you. Oh, thank you. I'm excited and I will see you on Thursday and we'll dive then again. Absolutely. Thank you. You've been listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. If it's one that you have been enjoying, please share with anyone else that you think can benefit from this knowledge and leave us a five-star review that helps us get seen and found by other new and aspiring interior designers. And if you're looking for mentorship, I invite you to join our club here at the Design Coven. It's a bridge between school and real life interior design. We get in much deeper there. We have virtual and in-person events. So everyone is welcome. You don't need to have a design degree to be part of it. Just an interest in holistic interior design. I also want to thank our editor, Marcy Ferry. And lastly, Kinseth Thibodeau, who is our music composer. Until next time, be well, and we will see each other soon.